0: You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. So it's a very brief
1: introduction to James Patterson. I mean, I tried to... uh, He's written some dope books. Um, My brother introduced me to him, actually. Uh, The first books that I read of his was called Toys and another one called Zoo. And I think those are probably the best reads that I've read from him. Because I've I've read another couple of his books and they tend to be like crime thrillers. But these two particular, Zoo Zoo and Toys, are ones like a what's the words? Uh, apocalyptic, apocalyptic. That's zoo. And toys is more of a futuristic. Futuristic and quite realistic in terms of where society's going in today. And I believe they made a TV programme on zoo for Sky of his, of his actual book. So you may want to check that out if you want to. But for me, I always prefer books when it comes to... Like a programme versus a book. The, book. the book tends to be a lot better, me personally anyway. But yeah, no, those two definitely stand out for me in regards to, if you want to check out some of his work, I would start with those two. And he's got a lot of other crime fillers and things of that nature, but he is quite, he is uh, a good author and definitely keeps you gripped into what he's uh, trying to portray. Mm-hmm. I still think for me the one of the best books I've read in the last like in the last twelve to eighteen months is
2: Trevor Noah's book, man. I, I, phenomenal.
1: That book, French, you read it yet? No, nah, I've been I'm gonna listen to it because you know I said that it's good to listen to it on audiobook, So I've got it, I've got it there, ready to listen on audiobook. I just ain't started it yet. Well, I, I haven't listened to it, but the it you can you just get
0: lost in it. It's just like it was just fantastic, man. I, like, honestly, and you don't hear me speaking like about books like that. And that book was just... Phenomenal. I, that, I haven't read a book like that since I was literally maybe 10 or 11 where I've picked up the book and I've actually been sad that like my chain journey's come to end or I have to put it like literally it was, it was that good.
1: Yeah.
0: Or if, yeah, I, if, good if I skip a day because I just haven't had time that day,
2: it, like I'm
1: just
2: like oh man do you know like I haven't yeah. read a book that done that he's done that for me he's incredibly talented like ridiculously
1: talented
2: <laughs> nah,
1: well, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> know, why you and him boy no um, no because no, <laughs> <laughs> no, you saying? Know, in kind of way, Got you feeling some kind of way over there bro I
2: say that is I remember like many years ago I remember um, asking <laughs> someone to come with me to a Trevor Noah um, Like, exactly. show. Yeah, like yeah. Trevor Noah? Who's Trevor Noah? And I was like, bro, Trevor Noah is the shit. Um, But he wasn't mainstream, you know? So, like, yeah. I don't want to say whenever Trevor Noah's name is brought up. Not that I'm proud, but I'm quite happy that he's done well for himself. Like, he's a, got a lead yeah, in a few So on and so forth. Like, yeah. Big fan of, of Trevor Noah. Like, he tells very, very good stories. yeah. yeah. I really, I
0: really want to. Um, oh, do you know? What? I don't even know where I start my sets. So I can't remember the man's name. There's, oh, what's the author's name, man? He bought out a book and it was like sold out for the straight away for like three months. Oh man, what's the guy's Andrew name? Andrew Mensa. Pardon?
1: him? Andrew Mensa. You know it. <laughs> 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 nah, I love um, cause, gotta support the man. Then get me. Now, obviously, man, will support your
0: thing when it comes up here. I Just know it's going to be a complex read. If it's anything like your mind works, it's going to be jumping back. <laughs> I can imagine, like, you know, 36, 20 then back to 23. And that's just to follow yeah, it.
1: for real. For real, for real. right, oh, It, it I mean, actually start from the back, and you work to the front, then work to the middle, then work back to the back, then back to the front. <laughs> that's how I
2: can imagine your book being. It's funny you say that, actually, because someone said that. Someone said, not like that, but someone said, like, um, they were reading the book they were reading it and they had to take note as to making sure I was going to come back to certain points they said I did which made like you know I, let's say it made it enjoyable but like um, I'm going through let's say what would be the second draft at the moment I haven't actually started but that's what um, yeah I'm going through the second draft at the moment and um, I also want to make sure things you know things, things match up um, just change one or two bits and pieces um, and just make sure it's a an A one read, you know, a very very good read, very enjoyable, entertainment, entertaining read as well as um, insightful. And so I'm looking forward to that. Very very much looking forward to that. That's gonna make yeah, it'll make my it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll make. I'm say it's gonna make my year, but it'll be the very beginning of what I believe will be something special. And I'm and I'm not even um, over over or underplaying that. Yeah. Now I'm looking forward to.
0: it. I know it will be humorous for sure, yeah. and obviously, obviously educational.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a, I've had a, two or three very, very, very interesting conversations outside of our circle as to maybe I might have had just casual conversation with someone, and then from there they wanted to present maybe an opportunity us to doing this, down the third, and involving other people to get in, to, to be a part of the conversation. So I know that the story or the stories resonate with people and it's something that excites people and people want to hear so that I'm, I'm, I'm I don't I don't I don't doubt um, the story will travel far my biggest problem and I don't, my, my biggest problem is making sure the stories justify and the interest in people reading it hence which is the reason why I've, I've always wanted to make sure the story itself is, a, is is something that's told on a wider scale by way of having a number of other voices involved in the conversation, because my story I think is just one of many. So I'm trying to make sure the the narrative and the the pitch is painted in the right way. You know, so the conversation can be beyond myself because I think there's gonna be stories within the book, which are, I don't wanna say bigger conversations because these are conversations that are being had now, but these are conversations that might be continued. Um, and you never know, the book might might may play reference, so I just want to make sure that um, these things are done correctly. So I look forward to it. Very much look forward to it. Um, on, on that note, um, is there anything, com- like, coming out of COVID, um, I don't know, what's your approach in coming out of COVID? We've discussed what we've learned in hindsight, not even in hindsight, we discussed what we've learned in, in this period of lockdown, but what is your view and your perception coming out of COVID? Because I think there's a number of people who are looking at the world maybe a lot different as to way of opportunity and thinking there's a number of things they can seize.
0: <laughs> Do you know what? If you've, got, if you've got Microsoft Teams, you'll appreciate the hand. If, yeah? Because in Microsoft Teams, they've got this function now where you put your hand up because it's a people interrupting. You get me? I'm just trying to be politically correct. But like they've got this function now, you put your hand up, in it. That's why I want to bro. Huh?
1: You're to man them, you ain't gonna be politically correct. Well, just butt in, yeah? yeah, do your thing. Real bad. <laughs> <weird. laughs> um I was gonna say, you know what
2: happens with and I'm I've been guilty in the past. You know what happens with these things? French well, is <laughs> absolutely madman, by the way. <laughs> you know what? Where where the hell did you do that? Where did you learn to do that? <laughs> 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 First, put a, a, a thumbs up on the screen. I saw, boy. Okay, go on. Sorry, Mason. Yeah, uh, I was saying,
0: like, you know, um, any kind of situation, a man might come out of jail or whatever it is, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm not wasting a second. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then that enthusiasm slowly dies down. So I'm not even going to try and approach it like that. Um, I think, what was I going to say? I think for me, I don't even know. Like, no, I was going to say something and I've lost, I think French's thumb threw me off. But like, I'm definitely like, I'm not on this like, ram. let me live like 100 miles per hour. But even before, I I knew like there were certain things I wanted to do in terms of like vacations and two to three years what I want to be doing. (laughs) Stuff stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think, it's just, put, it's just trying to put, like, plans in motion, essentially, or just, like, trying to still work towards those. Like, I mean, one of, yeah, I mean, in terms...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, really, though, what say on that subject. Pity, so, there was something that you said when, when you was asking that question that sparked a thought. Um, could you ask it again, and maybe it will come back again? Um,
2: I hope I haven't forgot the question it says. I mean, it's... your oh, I
1: mean, sure. outlook? Oh, so yeah, no, in essence,
2: what is what is what what is your outlook or what is going to be your outlook in coming out of COVID? So we've discussed um what we've learned in COVID, what is going to be your outlook in coming out of COVID?
1: Um, do you know what I think I guess maybe I'm. do you know what it is? I'm referring to to an incident that happened while I was working. Not an incident, that's that's overstating it, but a conversation I'd say. Uh, a difference of opinion. I had, I had. I was speaking with a client and um, I don't think you can change people's opinions that easy as what you'd like to think. Because everything that's been going on with the whole BLM and George Lloyd and everything like that, I think people's got their perspective and their and the way they see the world. And you can talk until you're blue in the face and give them facts and statistics and they will still have that opinion. No matter how small-minded or bigoted it is, they will remain to have that, that perspective. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I've actually had a conversation with a client and I don't. there's no ill will against him. Um, he's still my client and there's no animosity or anything. But I guess with the whole... Black Lives Matter situation, what happened with the protests and everything like that. People are sensitive to maybe speak their mind or give their opinion on certain matters, even though you would you would want them to just say how they feel, wouldn't it? But then when you have a rebuttal and explain to them this is the reason why, or this is this is the perspective that you may have. As I said, you can speak into your blue in the face, and um, they, they still may not get it. So it's almost just like not to say forget about it and not try to to give give knowledge or um, share, share knowledge, should I say, to people. But at the same time, I don't think you can keep beating people over the head with with information that they're just not willing to to accept. I think people. there's a lot of people in society have cognitive dissonance and they will continue to have it as long as it doesn't affect them directly in their face. Because a lot of people go off what they see on TV, what they read in the papers and continue to believe that is factual, no matter what you tell them. And they will also bring in their life experience their personal life experience and not take account of their counterparts and their life experience and only say well i've seen this and i've been around this i've been around these people and they didn't say anything when this was happening so it can't be true so it's almost like it's it's, it's very it's been an opening and i opener up to to realize that <clears throat> I guess going back to the whole uh, staying with the BMO, BL, BLM, can't forget, can't remember the acronym for a second, uh, situation that unfortunately things are, are temporary in everyone's mind. Like, uh, we're seeing a lot of people on IG, again, we've got the IG post um, page and I personally don't go on it too often, but when I have gone with it, you see certain people having Black Lives Matter this on their on their profile and stuff like that. But what gets me is when the next big thing happens, that that thing that's on their profile is going to be gone. It's not going to be there anymore, and it's not just going to be a case of, um, yeah, this this was a good thing to talk about. It was a good topic to talk about. But it's, it's not, it's, it's not in people's permanent consciousness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh so yeah, just not to take it so like, in, in essence, literal, lit, literally like trying to, and I'm, I'm more for the, the positive speaking and, and positive change. But to be, to almost be like a realist, the tide's going to change and it's going to be someone else that's going to be on the spotlight. But oh, me, this is, and this is how I see it. I don't know how you guys see it, but I, I still have to wake up black. I still have to live this, this, this whole Black Lives Matter thing. My life mattered before this hoo ha was happening and it's going to matter after it happened. So that's why I'm not really so vocal about it too much and trying to be up in the conversations because. I've been living this, I've experienced certain things and like maybe, maybe because of my experiences, my I've got a quite a, a realist kind of perspective on it and not really I'm all for people having a conversation, but if you if you're not really living it and really going for it, it's it's hard for me to really take all these uh we're doing this for 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 the community now and I, I just think it's going to be a passing thing. Like it's it's going to come and go. I would love for there to be permanent change, but it, we, we live in a fickle world, and uh, unfortunately, especially on social media, the tide turns as quick as it comes. So, uh, yeah, I guess what I've just my perspective coming out of COVID is continue living your life, like continue loving life, love those around you, keep on being peaceful as much as you can be. Um, be positive and and keep. Uh, if you've got a goal in mind, if you've got a gen- an, a, an agenda. You've got not an agenda, but if you've got goals in mind and you want to achieve it, keep going. Like regardless of what the madness is going on around you, because that thing, that thing that's going on right now will change. But you, you, your people that's around you, like the real world, the real thing that's going on, that's permanent. Like those are the things that you need to build on and, and really strive to keep tight and and really give your energy to as P was saying it's about energy you know like that. that's the, the the people that's around you like the relationships that I think that that for me has been the most important coming out of this whole COVID thing is is maintaining great relationships and great friendships that make sense
2: no, no it, it, it doesn't make sense I understand what you're saying. Um, you're drawing comparison obviously with things that are going on at this moment in time um, and you're saying that we've been here before etc etc and these are the values that you want to come out with Um, yeah these are the values that you want to come out with and and, and look forward to dare I say Um, do you want to go now Mason go on your hands up
0: no I was going to say there was three or four points that you 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 raised a lengthy it was quite a lengthy speech and it was quite good, actually. And it was quite informative. And whilst you were speaking, I was, it was three or four things that crossed my mind. Pete, you're putting me off, man. Come on. All right, all right, it's <laughs> going. So, one of the things was, one of the points was in and around um, the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, we've got people going out protesting. We've got people from white, black, and different backgrounds going out and protesting together. And, mm-hmm. It's, it's a thing at the moment, isn't it? And it, 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 it is a thing which is likely to pass. It's just like when a major headline happens about, I don't know, a serial rapist, and then two weeks later, the terrorist attack happens, the rapist thing gets forgotten, about, it gets pushed everyone's back to everyone's mind. One of the things that, and I agree with, with points you made about, because we've been here before, we've had Brixton riots, we've had Tottenham, we've had riots, we, we've, we've done all this. There's a few things. One of the things is, post I post, I barely do this, but I post something on Instagram today, which, which actually touched me. And the reason it touched me, it was to do with the interview that it was a cricket game, England-West Indies, and they had a breaking play or whatever. And they had, I can't remember the cricket's name. It's a black cricketer he used to play for the Michael West Indies.
2: Michael I think his name was. I, yeah, right.
0: The thing that touched me about what he said, because he said that he raised a lot of things you raised, French, in that this, we've had these moments and, you know, it doesn't lead anything. Like, yeah, there's recognition that things have to change, but a few protests here and there, it doesn't change anything. What he said to what he said in that interview, which really touched and hit home, he said the, the keys education. I, I thought in my head, okay, we've heard this before. There's protests about change the education system, blah blah blah. He said, and he gave a reason why. He said, listen, he said, if you change the education system, because ah, what you said about your conversation with your customer, French, they're too far gone. They're too far gone now. Old dog, new tricks, all that kind of stuff. They're too far gone to be. They, they're comfy. They're set in their ways. It's like, okay, you've... ...whatever. And it's all in the past. Forget about it. He goes, it doesn't work like that. It goes, if you're taught... Because history is taught by the conqueror, not the conquered. History is mm-hmm. taught by those who who kind of ruled and mastered, not those who were kind of submit, not submissive to it, but who suffered or were oppressed under that system. He goes, yeah. and he made he made a good example about the light bulb. Everyone knows Thomas Edison invented the, um, the light bulb, but he goes, who invented the filament? No one knew. And he, he said the guy's name, and I can't remember it, but he says it's a black man. He said that light bulb that Thomas Edison invented burnt out. Someone had to develop the filament. So he named it, he said, things like this, trinkets of history like this, they are not taught in schools, he goes, it's very important that we teach about white history, but about black history as well, and the importance of the black person, the importance of any kind of BAME person. He goes, the history we taught is from one perspective. Remember, he's a man who's grown up in Jamaica. So his teachings in schools are gonna be even different to us, because I'm sure they would've been taught about black, black empowerment, being black, what people have done. Over here in Europe, when my history teachers were all white, I learned about, the history I learned was World War I, World War II, what's roots and you're done, go and get your GCSEs. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, he was just saying like, we need, it needs to be unbiased. It needs to be that you, you're taught about what the white man done, what the black man done, the greatness that we've achieved as a race, how we've worked together, all of those things. Because when you're young, you're impressionable. You pick up learning, like cognitive skills, you pick up learning, you pick up your English, you're reading, you, all of that stuff, any language you want to learn, they say learn young, learn from a baby because you pick it up. All that stuff mm-hmm. needs to be taught young. And one thing I would say is that growing up in the London environment, yeah, I remember like um, when I was eight, nine, ten, and my mom and dad telling me about certain areas, you can't go there. That's mad racist. Like, and close to where we lived, where we grew up, you can't go there. It's, it's And now, 10, 15, 20 years later, man can go there and feel comfortable in it. So, what I would say is that. What I would say is that every each passing generation, I feel like there's an improvement in terms of, um, like in, in London anyway, in terms of race and levels and the way people think because we're interacting more, we're integrating more. Um, social media helps. And I just, I just, I just, I just, I can see it, I can feel it. Like it just, people might have those thoughts, but they won't, 30 years or 20 years, they'll actually go out. I don't even want to use this word, but nigger bashing or paki bashing or whatever. They'll actually go out on a Friday night. They won't, you won't see that no more. And you'll see a lot more mixed groups and stuff like that, yeah? That's what I would say. But what you said about education being key, that is super key. Like, Because if you learn to love and embrace one another from young, then that is only going to help when you grow up. You're not... You can see colour. It's not hard. I'm black. This person's white. This person's of Asian her- heritage. But you're not going to think... All they're known for is scum. All they're known for is robbing or selling drugs. You're not going to think like that because guess what? You know, in history, their man are responsible for this or this is what we they brought and developed and helped build up the UK or England or London. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think yeah. that's, that's, that's what's important. And, and it, was, it was a very good point he, he made, not touched home. Um, in terms of your social media people who jump on the bandwagon, because there's people, don't get it twisted, there's people that are out here fighting for the course 24-7. This is their life we had um how am i going to get that Blake on our podcast my man is out here 24/7 this is what he preaches just cuz it's oh. relevant i guarantee people hit him up more has been hitting him up more in the 3 months that've gone than in the 12 months prior just because yeah. he's been about that life isn't it? so you're right you're going to get your social media people right this is hit now this is the wave yeah all right let me post something like that Do you get what i'm saying like you're going to get people like that and then the next thing jumps on next month and like with those people like fair enough like if you're not like if you're just about what's in and what's not but then I don't know like just I don't know man if you're gonna do that then just at least I don't even know how to put it like if you're an influencer of some sort like that yeah influence in it like do you get what i'm saying whether it's raise a petition or whatever like influence if you're an influencer of that of that sort influence in it like i don't know how else to say it just influence it's like if you if you read if you're you're if, if it's for three months because this has been relevant for three months make a change in that three months before you flip and bounce and move on in it like make a change for the greater good of the people don't just post it get to keep people coming and streaming and I don't even know what the terms are, but like algorithms, so that people are
2: directed to your page pages, your posts, and something like
1: that.
2: Nah, bro. Um. I'll, and myself. I'll keep. Or I hope I keep it simple, anyway. So, like, in this in this period of quarantine, like, there's been probably two, three occasions where certainly one day in particular where I thought it was a good opportunity to look back at a lot of my pictures. So, whether it was traveling. Or <laughs> doesn't, work, doesn't work, it makes me do it. Uh, so I, thought, I thought it was a great opportunity to look back at photos, to which it, yeah. it made me feel really warm inside by way of things that I'd, um, let's say, achieved, or things that I'd done over a period of time. And there's no different now, as in this period, of, this period of COVID, as to looking back as to what you've gone through, what you've done, and potentially what you've achieved, or what you've overcome and yesterday if not the day before i saw a picture of i um, no, so yeah i saw a picture of zidane and this picture said it was a post of zidane and it said 19 years or so essentially said 19 years today i signed for real madrid the most beautiful journey that i've basically that i've ever ever been on and the first I actually posted this picture on my personal account and and I think one of what well, certainly one of the I don't know if I said this, but one of the things I was thinking to myself was, I remember this day like it was yesterday. Zidane actually signing for Real Madrid, and look at the things that he's gone achieve. I mean, he had a, a glorious career um, from two thousand up until two thousand and five and six when he retired. Um, but look what he's gone achieve as a manager. Uh, but the first thing I thought to myself was, um, I, I remember that as if it was yesterday. You know, and also I think what I put in my post was where has the time gone? In that, it's just, out of nowhere, it's gone from Zidane signing for Real Madrid in in 2000 to 2020, almost 20 years ago. In fact, I think it was 2001. So almost 20 years ago, he signed for Real Madrid. In that time, he's become one of the most um, iconic managers in history of football and winning the Champions League three times in a row. He's probably going to win La Liga this season. He's in my in my personal, by way of seeing and seeing someone play, top three, top five, all time, certainly the most graceful footballer to ever walk the, walk the earth. And I'm talking within a 20-year period, a 20-year period, yet I said, like, with the click of the fingers, you know, where did that time go? And I'm an individual where I believe I know what I want in the next 40 years, let alone the next 20, you know? And I'm 35 at this moment in time, but we all know time waits for no man and time moves quite fast. And the same goes for, and I I know Zidane is completely different from Mandela, Malcolm X, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But with that being said, you know, with with time not waiting for no man and and discussing obviously um, BLM and Black Lives Matter and so on and so forth, and we know some people... Are going to be about change, and some people are going to be resistant to change, and so on and so forth. Um, but with, with what I want in my life, um, and I and I believe I'm no different to no individual, so I'm no different from yourself, French, no different from yourself, Mason. But I genuinely believe, and hopefully, these things will unravel in the next four or five months by way of things, um, taking place in my life. I just genuinely believe I'm just special, and not special by way of um, Jose what? Maria, I'm the special one, I'm speaking about. I just I believe I'm great, but I'm no different from my neighbors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. I just believe if you want things to happen, I think be the change that you want to see. I know that's a phrase that's thrown out, et cetera, et cetera, but I can only control what's going on in this room. And hopefully that will inspire someone else to go do the same and hopefully it will inspire another person to do the same. Some of the things that I've seen by way of my experiences in South America like in South America in two thousand and and twelve were 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 images and things that I heard, which I'd never ever want to see or hear again. But fast forward to two thousand twenty, clearly there's been some some form of change by way of conversations taking place as to actually that's not right, etc. 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 So somewhere down the line, there was someone that ignited that form of conversation, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I would say, like whether it's in regards to things that you want to achieve and empowerment, you know. Um, as individuals, I know we're powerful as groups, but as individuals, let's take responsibility and hopefully these things will um, form some form of momentum and, and group economics—not economics, group um, dynamics, let's say—and and, and turn into something special. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's all I've got to say, really. You know, um, I, I know something that French you say or, um, you you said in previous episodes, you know, as to books in that some of the people that we admire um you know so i think there was something thrown up as to would you be someone's uh, mentee or mentor or read their book and something to do with traveling i forget what it was but it was a conversation with book thinkers um yeah. we've got a number of it i've got a number of individuals to which um i admire etc etc and i think i've kind of lost where i was going we've got yeah. i've lost i've lost my train of thought but we've got a number of individuals by way of who have inspired us in the past, you know, and I think with that, that light or that burning flame inside your heart or inside your belly, there's no reason why you can't go on to change the world or certainly impact um, those around you in the next, say, 10, 15, 20 years' time. I look at, I mean, just, I don't want to go around in houses. I look at Zidane by way of player, as a gentleman and a coach, He's number one, stroke two. I can't even, you know, I look up to him as the beacon by way of who he is, what he's done on the field and what he's done on the sidelines by now actually, nav- not navigating, by way of providing instruction. I mean, he says that, I, oh, I forgot the phrase anyway. Um, I forgot the phrase, but there's something I've got written down. I mean, I just think he's a man mountain, no different from Mandela, who I've got a huge amount of admiration for and those who have come before us by way of um, um, civil rights. Um, But, yeah, last word on me is be the change that you want to see.
1: Cool. I guess we'll wrap up in a minute. But um, what would you say is your biggest take-home for yourself personally? Uh, I know we've kind of addressed what we've learned, but is there any anything that you can say that you've learned about yourself that you, not to say you didn't know before, but maybe you've been more emblazoned on your, on your personality or just use on your perspective on yourself. But is there anything that you can say of, I've, I've doubled down on that or I feel much more confident in that or I'm much more aware of that or whatever it may be. Is there anything that you can say and highlight and say, yeah, yeah, that's, that's. I knew this before, but I really know it now, so to speak. Oops, I've got a mic. Oh.
2: No mic. Um, Mason, there's a thumbs up. That, that was me first. Uh, that's what put up. <laughs> um, sorry, just very quickly as to myself, I'm not too sure, no, sorry, like after this conversation or maybe a week later, I might actually have another answer to this, but at this moment in time, I just feel there's a there's a level of energy that's just running through my body that um, I've had before. Um, I forget where and when it was, but at the time it felt it felt amazing. And it felt special, and that's running through my body at this moment in time. As to being in a place where I'm extremely happy with what I'm doing by way of um, um, putting my energy into something and then receive something, and receiving something out. So it might actually be the process, because I haven't actually received any output at this moment in time. But with some of the work that I've done over the past two years, let's say, and it's not necessarily something which is tangible, is things by way of actually, which actually nurtures me. At this moment in time, I just feel a very, very good energy around myself. And I actually say two years, but truth be told, it could be the past 35 years as to my life. So I just feel really really good at, um, about myself at this moment in time and I think maybe this period of quarantine um if it hadn't happened maybe I wouldn't feel this way about myself at this moment in time because I still would have been going back and forth from London to Barcelona and truth be told I was quite fatigued and quite tired at the time so quarantine came at a very, very good time by way of actually I had an opportunity to relax and to realign my thoughts and realign some of the other things that I was doing so at this moment in time I've got an energy just Running through me like you know, like electric. You know, it's, I'm just mad happy. I get up, I'm happy. Um, I'm smiling. I'm, I do things which I know, like I, there's some mad traits that people will never ever see. If there was a camera, my, camera in my room, there's things that you'd see would, would, would alarm the would, would, would alarm would alarm a normal person. You know.
1: Hey, bro. What I are You talking about, bro?
2: I'm not talking about saying funny stuff. I'm talking about like, by way of talking. I'm some I'm, I'm person like I might talk to myself, watch a lot of videos, self-affirmation. Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm talking about like speaking out loud, getting real excitable about the things that I'm watching or 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 thinking about. So, but there's, but I'm talking about like if there's a camera on my wall, you'll just see mad movement and just I'll be looking anyway. Um, let me just move the conversation on. No, I'm just really happy at this moment. I'm really happy at this moment in time, and that's what I've taken. Um cam- coming out of pr- um coming out of um out of quarantine.
1: Yeah.
2: No. Glad to hear. You. Yeah, you're um you can speak. Uh for me, I think the main thing I've realized because I'm very like
0: like not flat lines so that sounds like I'm dead, but you know, like some people have major ups and major downs, major ups, major downs. I'm usually like that, yeah? So I don't really go too high and too low. I think during quarantine, like there was times I felt like mad super low that I haven't felt before. And like, I was just like, what's on with me? And it took me to have a conversation with a few people to to kind of like realize actually like, it's not bad. It could, it, it's like they felt that way a little bit. And part of it is being during this whole process where you've, you've had kind of restrictions in place at various points. And it's just the fact that I've been able to deal with my cope with that and come out the other side where I'm back to like feeling a bit more normal essentially. And I think that stands—that would stand me in good stead for in the future if I ever hit that point again, whether it's down to a COVID, whether it's down to something completely different, where maybe I hit a bit of a low and the fact that I can come out the other side, just ride it out, it's a bit of a storm, but the storm will pass. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's, that's the thing I've learned about myself the most during this period.
2: Almost temporary, class is permanent. That's always... Football's, you know... You know, your form is temporary. You know, your mood is temporary. You know, if, if you're... Uh, um, you're calling me classy. You're calling me classy, yeah? Um, Well, I'm referring to myself, but I mean, I'm... I'm uh, <laughs> but but I'm talking about yourself too. You know, <laughs> as to if... you I mean, you've got very, very good morals, great person, great friend. You know, you know what you're going through at this moment in time is temporary, you know? That's what, what I've been
0: through. am um, I'm alright now still. But thanks. Where were you during my struggle, B?
1: <laughs> cool. French? Yo, what would you take from this? Yeah. Um I I enjoy being by myself. Uh I'm I'm definitely misanthropic a lot of the time. I like I like my own company. <laughs> Yeah, it's still nothing I didn't know before, to be fair. Like, I'm mm-hmm. cool. I'm all right by myself, man. Don't get me wrong. That's not to say I don't like to have our conversations, but I definitely, I definitely do, and I do appreciate all of my friendship groups, my relationships that I have with all my friends and family. I, I do, I genuinely love you all. But mm-hmm. if I don't hear or see you, know, I ain't bugging. I'm cool. Like, I got books, got a couple of J's. I might. I'm. I'm cool, man. I'm easy. I just. I just do my thing. But no, um, yeah, I. I can't say I've learned anything that I wasn't aware of. More is just realigned things that I already knew, so to speak. But um, yeah, man. Just, just. Um. Yeah, similar to P. I'm. I'm in a good space. I'm happy right now. I'm good futures bright, um it's positive everyone around me is as well. So let's keep cracking on man. Like, uh, a lot a lot of crazy and again I think a lot of it's to do with maybe not looking at the news and reading and listening to a lot of the news, which uh, as you lot know, I don't do much at all. And that that's definitely um, plays a big part because when, when I find when I do tune into the news and I do tune into what's going on, whether that's why it's social media and um, like watching TV and stuff, it has an effect on you. Like it does. Like soon you start, like I remember even when that George, George Floyd thing came about, I wasn't really privy to it. Then the first thing I saw when I've looked on. What was going on? is a man getting killed, like in broad daylight. I was like, Ugh, that just fucked me up. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, that, that, that affected, like probably affected me a lot more than may I, I may have let on just through the way of not talking about it because I was frustrated and I was annoyed and I was just like, I'm tired of this shit. But I'm also tired of also having to talk about it because I've been living it. I've been living this all my life, so. Um again, being able to just have that time by myself and just, just enjoying my own company and like, reading books and do what I'm doing and, yeah, just reaffirming what I already knew beforehand. Um, for me, it's just been a, a blessing. So, yeah, man, uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next chapter, whatever it may be, whether it's a second wave or it's not. If this is the new the new normal, then let's, let's go forward and, and see how it goes, man. But um, yeah, it's all love, man. It's all love, bro. It's all love. That's me.
2: Okay, let's let's put a bow on this one. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean it's good to I mean we've had these conversations, but we probably haven't had these conversations by way of being open as to what we've learned. So it'd be interesting to find out. So yeah. what people have learned as well. I mean, and some of these questions are things, I think, we and other people may have asked already, but the question as to how you're going to approach things following um, COVID or quarantine, I mean, these are questions, I think, or answers that would be interesting to hear because, again, everyone's got different views and perspectives. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, no,
1: facts, man. All the listeners, followers, Hey, how, how are you coping? How have you coped? What's, what's your intention of, when you come out of the lockdown, how, how are you going to approach life? Do you see things differently? Do you have a new perspective? Um, yeah, uh, how, how are you? What's, what's changed for you? What's... Yeah, yeah. There's no more questions from me. <laughs> Let's call it a day. Yeah, cool.
0: Um, as usual... <laughs> Full underscore e underscore books on the Instagram and just hit us up on the um, on the email if anything. Full e books at gmail. Or the DM for the DMs or DM us on the Instagram. Alright, cool man. Call it a day, yeah yeah. yeah.